This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. You're listening to the 29th episode of the Passion People Podcast. This is your fortnightly dose of passion, motivation and inspiration. And I'm your host Naga. I'm really happy you were able to join us to get an insight into the life of people who are following their passion and living their dreams or are on a path to doing that with or without a job. No matter what kind of a person you are or what stage of life you're in, I'm sure you will have some tangible takeaways from our conversation. Before we begin, I have a small favor to ask our listeners. Please spare some time to leave a review of the podcast in whichever platform you're listening to as your feedback is going to go a long way in making the show accessible to more people and also in making it better. Thanks again. So we're in this beautiful place called Marine Drive Narrowman Point in Bombay. Kolaba. Kolaba in Bombay. And I'm very pleased uh, to be with Heta, who uh, I think uh, has a lot of talent, a lot of potential and her story is something that we should all listen to. Hey Heta, thank you so much for doing this. Can you introduce yourself for our listeners? Hi, thank you so much for having me here. But uh, so my name is Heta Mehta and I was a social media marketing manager three years back. But due to certain unfortunate circumstances in my life, tragic incidents happened when my mom was diagnosed with uh, fibrosis of the lung. My dad who's handicapped was also taken to bed. Mm-hmm. And being the younger sibling and the one at home, I obviously had to take responsibilities of the home to take care of them full time. So eventually I had to quit my job, couldn't manage freelancing jobs as well. So, you know, kuch to karna tha. So just for the sake of my happiness and sanity, mm-hmm. I started doodling. It was not something that I've learned in my life, but it just, I needed to do something. So went express myself. So I think it just helped me so much. And when so, is it safe to call uh, doodling a passion? Absolutely. Art your passion? Exactly. And doodlistic is my expression of all the kind of arts that I do. Not just okay. doodling, even canvas painting and things. But yeah, I think and when the momentum increased, people appreciated, they liked the vibes they you know found in my art, the kind of expression they liked it. I think that took my passion to a different level and my focus and my determination to do more you know, went just on a different cloud. Okay. Took to a different cloud and I think, so I'm not turning back ever since then. Mm-hmm. So something that started because of an unfortunate incident has turned out something really nice and beautiful for me and it's changed my life. That's more important mm-hmm. and not just mine, but I'm hoping it's going to change other people's as well. Yep. So, so I think our inflection points or our high times or the lower points of our life are areas for potential transformation. Absolutely. In fact, I really think, you know, I mean, out of not just personal experience, but I really think that, you know, when you really hit that rock bottom in your life, you know, where you think that shit, you're not going to get out of your life. You maybe have no option in life to go. You don't know what to do. You can't manage things. You, you know, you really feel that there's no way out. Mm-hmm. But then how badly you want to find a way out is really what is the most important yeah. And I think that is what kept me afloat and kept me going. So, would you describe that as drive? Would you describe that as energy? Would you, how, if I have to force you to put a word on it? Passion. Okay. 
Then I guess you're in the right place. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think because it was my passion to really do more because I was liking it, and the passion to do more because people were loving it. Mm. You know, so it was both ways. It was yeah, not the continuous for, feedback loop was happening. Yeah, there were times when you really think, you know, you don't take yourself seriously as an artist per se, but you know, initially you're just an amateur. You know, you're a self-taught artist. You can't say much about yourself. But when people really look forward to you know your post, your art, and they're like, they want to see more of what you do. I think that that feeling, that passion, is something that you really need to bring out because otherwise, you know, it's it's it will be your you know it'll be like killing something inside of you. Yeah. If you keep it, you know, too long. I think that's how it worked out. Well. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Moving back a little, a couple of years back, before you got your social media job, can you walk us through uh, what you studied and how 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 you've kind of reached here, kind of taking us back in time? Sure. So I think I was into arts. In college, I was studying uh, GII at the same time. I was I wanted to do jewelry designing. I wanted to, you know, do something more and you know, rich in terms of earning at the same time and okay. you know, but yeah, but at a certain point of time when you know life takes you know turn unexpected turn and you know you're left at a corner where you're like okay now i can't continue this ahead because a i didn't have that kind of investment to start you know jewelry business on my own okay and i think the drive wasn't there that you know come what may i will do it again i'll start my business right from scratch again on my own mm. it's not an easy thing to start with a diamond jewelry business right but i don't think that that fire was really there within me so i think i just took up any job at that point of time you know for the sake of earning money because you have to do that right so i just took up a job i did well in that i grew in that and after a couple of years i realized maybe this is not that is how i see myself in the long term mm-hmm. so i wanted to do more into ideas i wanted to write i wanted to you know be more creative express myself more so i went to mica in amdavad and i studied ccc out there crafting creative communications there and uh, i started working as a copywriter over the years i started working for social media as a marketing manager and yeah and and i think at that point of time when you know i i just felt that life has just settled and this is exactly where i wanted to be this is exactly how i saw myself down the line but just when i was content with life you know <laughs> hell broke down and uh, my sister got I mean, that's not the hell broke down but my sister got married and then i was the only one at home you know taking responsibilities so obviously when you know we were hit with my mom's uh, diagnosis and dad's health you were like okay you know the work is something that you can't give priority to yeah and i think that's when i really saw i couldn't manage i did try of course i did try managing my job and home as well but you know it takes time you need a lot of attention and things at home were such difficult that i couldn't even manage stepping out of my house at time so hmm. you know trying a job or freelancing was not an option for me anymore that's when i really realized that you know yeah i think my career has gone down the drain i need to change i need to do something else mm-hmm. but like i said it was a period of you know deep hit you know when your parents are suffering it's it's not something that you can just live with yeah so i think the deep realization that hurt every day that you know you you want to do your best to help somebody but at the same time you're, you're not helpless. able to help yourself exactly so that kind of powerless feeling helplessness certain ways i had to express what i really wanted to do mm-hmm. that that something inside me is still alive and i i started expressing through doodling there mm-hmm. 
I think that lion was a good expression of yeah, you <laughs> feeling alive. Yeah, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't want to give up, you know, on my mm-hmm. dreams because I've always been a person who's chasing my dreams, not mm-hmm. a person who's changing a, you know, chasing a job or, you know, you know, this kind of money or a chasing a big house. Yeah. It's always about my dream. That's how I've lived my life. So I had to figure out what the dream is. you know i had to find out that what is that going to be that i had to that i could manage also within the confines of my house yeah. and at the same time be there you know not compromising on the kind of attention and the kind of love i give my parents mm-hmm. so i had to figure out something that puts all of it fits together right so i think doodling just took me help me be where i am and help me feel how i'm feeling right now mm-hmm. yeah that's the whole journey from there to here now that you're at um, at this stage at this juncture how did you um, in addition to having to express yourself i'm sure it is something that that took time that took time in terms of like accepting a situation figuring out okay so how do i optimize for this these are my circumstances and these are my hurdles and i need to reach there how do i do how do i go about this I'm, and i'm sure that would have that would have taken a certain amount of rationality that would have taken a certain sense of clear thinking So was there something that you did specifically to kind of like clear your head or kind of figure out what is the right direction that you want to move in from that situation that you've been uh, affected with um dealing with my situation a how did i deal with my situations in terms of difficult times sometimes it's easier just to go back to your painting just paint whatever you feel like just drawing whatever you feel like because you're not answerable to people mm-hmm. but i think more importantly is also trying things out to know really what is driving you inside what is that something that's going to keep you late up in the night and you know say this is your dream and you're not reaching reach there mm-hmm. you know if you have that kind of a dream you know that hey that this is where you need to be and this is where you are right now you know you have a long gap you have a long way to go yeah when you see that for yourself i think you automatically a know that you're determined about something b i did try out options i did try things that came in my life i did try modeling once okay modeling I tried modeling mm-hmm. and and you were talking about the jewelry design job. that's uh, that didn't really was that wasn't something that clicked right Yeah and that was not something that was exactly you know driving me it was not something that I really wanted to get up and feel good about myself it wasn't doing that kind of work for me you know when something really gives you happiness from within and you know yeah. it's working somewhere you know that you're on the right path mm-hmm. when other people reaffirm that faith in you mm-hmm. when other people tell you that okay you know your art is not just okay it's good It's fantastic. Thank you. But see, this is where the kind of reaffirmation comes that yeah, you're you're right. You just have to work, do better and better and better. Yeah. But perseverance is so important. Like I later when things did get slightly better, you know, six months down the line, I did get job offers from my favorite clients, like Being Human, for example. And I really wanted to work, and it was something I've always wanted to do. So you could say it's like you know you're you're choosing between your passion and your dream. But then at that point of time, you really want to question yourself and think back. is this what you want in long term or is this something that you're really really going to give your 110% or i wanted to compromise i didn't want to compromise when it came to doodling i didn't want to compromise when it came to my art mm-hmm. i had decided that this is my passion i feel good about it and i don't feel as good about this in anything else mm-hmm. neither in modeling neither in you know uh, in a in a job in a copywriting nothing that gave me that much happiness as much as this gave me mm-hmm. so then i just decided okay now if you know what you want what makes you happy you perceive your till you get it how has doing all of these diverse things molded your world view before you reached a state where you could say yes this is what i wanted 
yeah so like i said it's all about really experiencing something with an open mind you know if you're going to think like maybe i can't do this i'm not meant for this you know i should not even try this and that is the most harmful thing that you're doing to yourself but if you really want to keep an open mind and that is what art is about right mm-hmm. having an open mind so unless you are not going to open your heart you're listening to the 29th episode of the passion people podcast reflecting quickly on what heta has said so far we realize that there is a strong sense of individuality and strength in her ability to get out of potential situations that would have brought other people down but here are the things that as people who have strength in all situations that we should focus on a inflection points as an opportunity to transform ourselves passion as a way to maintain and find your peace and strength during a time of a crisis or a turmoil or a personal tragedy and and also importantly experiencing things with an open mind without thinking that this is not for me or i am not cut out for this or really making a fair attempt at something new or different because if you are on the journey of finding what it is that you are passionate about you need to have tried and liked or not liked various different things before you arrive at the destination but it is also important to focus as much on the journey as much as on the destination back to the conversation you're not going to be able to share something with anybody through your art right i mean what will, my art is an expression mm. of what i see what i think what i believe so for me keeping an open mind is important and at the same time experiencing new things so you understand what you're feeling and why you feel them okay so yeah. it's also a way of understanding ourselves exactly speak. and the most amazing thing you know art is actually about understanding your own life mm-hmm. it's 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 not just about you know color theory and it's not just about complementary or you know contrast colors or anything it's not about shapes and forms mm-hmm. art is much more than that it's about how you draw how you look at art is actually how people think or how people are mm-hmm. you know that is important so that's how art becomes even more important as a tool now right so that people open their minds think more you know think beyond their thoughts and imaginations and also i guess get get an understanding that there are all kinds of perspectives and it's not that one is wrong or one is right and it is just their perspective absolutely in fact i have had you know people who've come for my doodle workshop so my doodle workshop is more of art therapy when they come to me they have different ideas they have different notions first of all sometimes they think that i can't draw a line mm-hmm. and i can't draw i won't be able to doodle something so pretty but even at the end of the workshop mm-hmm. at the end of the workshop they do manage something so beautiful and they surprise with themselves that really did i really draw something so nice did i really doodle something so cute but that is the whole transformation you know from what your perspective was to what you can have mm-hmm. opening up your mind is also the whole way that art works for other people So that's what I really try and implement in my workshops. Okay. So, what are the different ways in which you express 
your art so you've spoken about your workshops uh, what what are the other things that you do so the other things that i do is i'm not just going into doodling i also do into canvas shows wherever you like to see happiness wherever you like to express yourself be it you know your house your home be it your desktop your workplace be it you know your shoes your clothes anything even your bathroom for that matters you know i <laughs> really think that bathroom is the most sacred place in our life in the entire day and if that isn't looking pretty <laughs> totally you know, so wherever you go it should be your happy place you know there should be some happy vibe and especially the bathroom so yeah i'm going to <laughs> <laughs> to totally agree with well. you. Yeah, totally so walls are not just restricted to you know the roads and houses. So mm-hmm. everywhere, I want to just see art and you know happiness everywhere. So you feel good about yourself. Okay. You're in that you know uplifted mood throughout mm-hmm. the day. So it's going to keep you bouncing and happy and smiling. That's 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 my mission. I, I think you're doing a wonderful job at that. Can can you walk us through some of the some of your favorite paintings that you've done so far? So I think my first painting started with the first canvas I ever did was joy and it is actually basically a reindeer and it has so many different patterns and you know thoughts attached to it and the symbols that I've used in joy are basically all things like hearts and om and flowers and lotus and you know all all symbols that you can relate to rainbows anything that will bring you happiness so basically I've put in a lot of energy in all my paintings of course but Joy was special because it took me six months to complete my first painting. Wow, but, that's a uh, long time. That and that was a long amount of time that I put in. But yeah, it was the best first art I had done. Mm-hmm. And so joy is more about colors and vibrancy and you know being alive. I think after that I did Roaring Lion, mm-hmm. which is all about energy and life force. Mm-hmm. So I think every time you look at it and you might even focus at the eye and or you might look at the colors or you know the posture of the lion and just feel like yeah. That's what a lion is about, you know, conviction. Mm-hmm. It's about energy. It's it, you know, whether a lion is preying on a ant or an elephant, it's going to take the same amount of life force and focus and determination, right? Right. To prey on it, and I think that's what I really wanted to portray in my roar of the lion art. Mm-hmm. How was the feedback for lion art? That was great. People felt the energy around it. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've I've seen people, you know, suddenly they're in that high pitched tone, you uh-huh. know, feeling, and you know, they're all uplifted, and it feels good, you know, that that energy, yes, is moving around in my space. Mm-hmm. That feels good. And there were some other paintings also which automatically brought a smile to their face. Mm-hmm. Got it. I remember speaking to you about uh, one of your uh, commissioned work that you had done for a client, and how that person's life kind of transformed. Do you want to talk us through that? That was joy. Yeah, joy was just about that. I realized that even after taking six months to de- deliver the painting, I think within the next few weeks or the next few months, that lucky person got an amazing job offer. He shifted his workplace, and he got a fifty percent salary hike. He got the dream house. He even met. the right partner in his life and he's going to be married soon so i think i'm i think my life is pretty you know fulfill i've achieved my dream mm-hmm. wow that is amazing where can we get our copies of these or where can we get similar work so you can always uh, you know see my work that i put up on my facebook page and mm-hmm. on instagram mm-hmm. and you can always let me know if you have any personal theme or any personal occasion or any particular thing that you're really looking for or just feeling maybe like to feel you mm-hmm. know i can just always doodle or paint something for you okay so uh, i'll share the links to the facebook and the instagram pages on the podcast notes also i'm a verified business owner on google now okay so you might even see work there just google me on 
just do this tick on google and you'll find it oh that's awesome that's awesome all right so i think that that will help us kind of like reach out uh, would you also be looking for people to like uh, intern with you or help you out in case that's something that they're interested in or would you be open to like people just sending you an email asking for like guidance or help maybe in the future but yeah i mean i definitely like to help but if they've gone through a workshop they would probably get an idea you know of what i teach how i teach how i operate basically because i take my art very personally mm-hmm. so i don't want to make it a commercial kind of a thing so i think doodlistic needs to be taken seriously so i would if somebody is really really taking this the same way you know mm-hmm. why not maybe sometime in the future got it art means that we're putting a lot of the stuff that we do we're putting it out in the world we are we're getting people's feedback and uh, a lot of it may or may not be genuine so how do you how do you differentiate between uh, uh, what is what is real real feedback that will help you in improving the work that you're doing as against uh, people who are just running their mouth see art is of course very subjective in the first place mm-hmm. everybody has different perspective of how they look at art you know mm-hmm. to some people art not might not even be considered as art to people but what i'm really trying to do through my art is try and cater to all ages mm. so that everybody connects with art but of course when it comes to you know feedback from people thankfully some have been nice but some people believe in superstitions so much that that kind of cloud their judgment about art it clouds their judgment of i'll just give an example so i did uh, talk about my painting about the roaring yeah. lion and this lady was so superstitious and she thought that you know you should not have a painting of a lion in a house mm-hmm. because it's 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 an animal mm-hmm. but i feel to understand why you can have you know a goddess with a lion in your house but not a painting of a lion is not like going to come out and pounce at you but at the end of it feedback is feedback and i have to decide for my own self because it's my passion and i want to see where it's going to take me and take the others it might not connect with one person today mm-hmm. but it might connect with a hundred others yeah and i think that really matters to me because the others felt the energy mm-hmm. and one person didn't so i go with my heart with what i really feel is going to help so okay. i i really take criticism based on not just one person's opinion but i think it through i need my own clarity and then i take a call got it got it so where do you see this going uh, where do you see this like a few years down the line where do you see doodlistic a few years down the line and yourself uh, a few years down the line sorry for sounding like a more no like in a fact i do have question. goals i do have goals in fact and i have huge goals and i hope i can meet them in the next 5 years so i do plan to have you know sell my paintings mm-hmm. and hopefully i'll do bigger and better paintings but what i really intend to do is you know sell one painting and against that against one painting being sold i plan to adopt one parent okay initially i want to at least you know being able to cater to their needs mm-hmm. basic needs medical needs you know whatever but eventually inshallah i hope i have some more uh, money i'll definitely be able to you know even adopt parents and children and dogs okay so you know nice happy big family Mm-hmm. your own community so to speak not community but just a, a family of happily happy people you know where everybody just needs happiness and love yep. and taken care of and not feel like a burden or a responsibility but uh, i think that's what my suffering my past my journey in the past 3 years has taught me okay what parents really need is love and attention mm-hmm. right and care and if we really go back on how we've lived as kids i think we should do the math 
and figure out what we really need to do now and mm-hmm. you know what we've done in the past i've tried to work on my mistakes be there for my parents more spend quality time you know not just sit with them and play yeah, with your phone yeah they are my best friends today i don't even think i need other friends outside my world mm-hmm. you know but they are always there of course we're living in a society we need people to live with but they are something you know they give me inspiration they are they support me and they believe in you that's more important and when you have somebody believing in you it it helps you take your passion it helps you believe in yourself not just your passion yeah the you support know? of friends and family i think is the most important role, yeah. absolutely and they not just my pillar support they're not just my biggest critiques you know they also will tell you you know this is rubbish and they are the only ones who will tell you that on your face yeah so yeah and it's it's amazing because i'm able to do something out of joy mm mm-hmm. you know even if i'm giving to them even if i'm giving to my parents i'm doing it out of joy and i know that this is going to help me be a better person and do better in my work yeah you know it's not just a blessing spot but when you feel good about yourself being a good daughter being a good you know child being a good sister you automatically give your best in your work or in whatever relations you have around you right so it just takes you on a better level absolutely I think that's yeah. a great. Uh, I think that's a great message uh, in a in a time when we are uh, going towards nuclear families uh, and people uh, are running away from families and trying to live more independent and uh, free lives. I think hearing a story uh, is like a refreshing breath of fresh air. Where uh, we're hearing about uh, the importance of family, uh, you not uh, uh, taking a personal blow, letting it affect your profession, and you've turned it into something so amazing and so beautiful. And now uh, it's it's like a light for others. and i think uh, that is something that we would all do really well in implementing i just want to add one thing you know that it all of this fit in one place like a big jigsaw puzzle but that's only thanks to two things you know one is art because it helps you become a better person a better version of yourself but the another thing that i encountered during this you know journey of mine was nishran daishunan's buddhism which helped me feel better about myself to be able to do something Mm-hmm. you know so i think art and my practice role help me mold to be strong enough to go for my passion so yeah it really helps that's awesome that's yeah. awesome thank you thank you so much for taking time out for doing this interview heta thank it's, you so it's much it's been a wonderful conversation it was really nice talking to you and talking about stuff that i liked <laughs> yeah thank, thank you, you so much it may be hard to believe that someone got a painting done from heta and that person's life changed forever but isn't that the beauty of art that it conveys so much meaning so much power and has the ability to transform lives as we have seen in the podcast thinking a little bit about what we've heard so far we can reflect on the fact that our passion doesn't necessarily have to be something that we do in our spare time or during our leisure but also something that we indulge on or lose ourselves in if we really want to spend time on building up ourselves the time and effort is set aside specifically for this particular activity no matter what and that it may seem is one of the most important ingredients of passion it is not something that is done as and when time permits but it is something that you make sure happens on a regular basis because you're feeding that internal fire you're feeding that internal passion some of the other things that heta uh, heta spoke about that i would like to reflect on is 
got us spending time with our parents realizing that we don't have a choice in the families that we have been doled out with and and that family is one of the most important things for us in life and taking criticism in its stride when someone didn't appreciate or didn't see eye to eye with regard to the lion painting with regard to the lion painting that was made but isn't that what what being on these unconventional or path breaking journeys are all about it is about going on a journey to a destination that only you know and nobody else does it may be a matter of time before they realize understand and appreciate where it is that you're going or what is driving you but until that point of time it is really important that we are able to take the negativity if any whatever is there around us and channel that in a positive way and make sure that we do not get demotivated while we are on the path